start off we're back for may five hundred dollars that was the answer five hundred dollars no that's how much apparently alabama three made from oh, um, very the good. sopranos too there you go right little factoid yeah. for you did any of our listeners uh, get that answer john anyone email in with it uh, i have to check the i'll check the inbox straight after yeah i know there's a lot to go through but if you can have a look but yeah, May's very special. It's the first time we've got we've got a very special guest uh, this episode. We'd like to give a big round of applause for uh, DJ Bruce Lee from the Sound FM. Welcome, Bruce. Good evening. Thanks for having me. Debut on the very JLS welcome. show, JLSB <laughs> show for one week only. And when is your slot on the Sound FM, Bruce? Uh, well, it's funny you should ask that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it around 5pm on Saturdays? It's more like 8pm. If you're tuning in at 5pm, you would uh, be in time to listen to Wendell Mays' Aperitivo Hour, um, which uh. is a lovely, a lovely chilled okay. out couple of hours, which uh, is the run-up to the Tectonic, hosted by myself, playing the very latest and best and greatest in melodic house and techno. Please tune in. Yeah, you haven't actually put too much techno into the playlists, have you? I was just about to say, there's, there's a lot of other genres you, you seem to cover. Yeah, yeah, and I don't tend to put on this playlist that kind of stuff because I don't think anyone's interested, really. Even I know it all sounds the same, to be honest, So, <laughs> but I love it for that reason. So, yeah, maybe I should start throwing a bit of electronica on there a bit. Yeah, I enjoy your throwback Thursdays as well, mate. They've been They've been good. Yeah, so we do different guest things like that. Don't we? We've done a few different throwback Thursdays, looking back in time, doing a, some hip hop stuff. But yeah, it's. Um, have you got any comments on the, the length of the playlist at the moment? <laughs> um, well, I'm not that immersed in it these days. I'm too busy finding melodic house and techno tunes for the Tectonic, <laughs> which is 8 or 10 on the Sound FM um, every Saturday. Well, where's the Sound FM? It's uh, on the WWW. so yeah the the, yeah i'll I'll dip in and out a little bit more these days and i'm not quite uh tied into this am i so it's not as much of a chore as it had become (laughs) (laughs) i just delete a load every now and again (laughs) yeah you say that but we're gonna open up well i'm gonna open up tonight with a song that you actually put on um and that's filaments by Shearwater, and i actually much to my amazement, I thought this was a brand new band, but uh, Lowney um, was was promptly, quickly to uh, correct me that this song is approximately 10 years old. Oh, right. Yeah, and they've been around since about 2005, yeah. at least. It's one of those that pops on Discovery. They do sound new, but they're not their old. Well, let's have a listen.
Sounding very fresh. That doesn't sound that old. Well, it's not that old, is it? The albums I'd got um, are from 2008-2010. I'd already got in my collection, which I don't know that well, to be honest. And they've got a new one out as well, I think. Ooh. It on their bio that they, they in 2018, they performed an elaborate reconstruction of David Bowie's Berlin trilogy. Just saying that, yeah. Why? That's bizarre. Mm. It's, uh, footage of that, anyway. So what did everyone think anyway? It's very, very quiet. I, I really like that. I, yeah, that absolutely buzzes my parsnips. And it, it reminds me of Midlake. Yes. Particularly the latest single. Yeah, I put it on. So I, I thought it appealed to Lowney, if anything, because it's very midlake That's exactly yeah, what well, it Yeah, well, I, I assumed uh, Lowney had put it on, actually. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've not made that association, to be honest. So... It's sort of more sort of proggy, I thought, but yeah, um, I can see that. Their new stuff isn't as good, actually. Their, their new stuff is is probably much more middle-achy, much more sort of country and you know that kind of thing. Uh, I'm just going to interrupt you there for a party. This is not a party political broadcast, but we're actually recording this on the sixth of July, and uh, uh, apparently uh, Boris Johnson is refusing to go. He's refusing <laughs> to go. <laughs> Anyway, onwards and upwards. Um, we'll move on to Lowney next, then. You're number three. This is something Steve put on, wasn't it? Who I know nothing about. But yeah, Fuzz Meadows. Should we give it a listen? Yeah, cool.
Well, that was a nice bit of noise. Yeah. Plenty of fuzz. <laughs> Just laughing about the fact that we got 433 monthly lessons. I think 10 of those were probably me last month. <laughs> he does. He does pick the obscure and the minute, doesn't he? Um, Don't know where Steve. he finds things like that, though. You pick the shortest one. There's a 14 minute 13 on that. He literally out of five songs, he picked the shortest one. What's going on? Uh, wait. Maybe that's his new uh, putting the bins uh, music out. You know, tidying the kitchen <laughs> music. But yeah, I mean, we don't even know where they're from because there's no bio on that. But um, I saw something about Helsinki. That was their top listeners, would buy 67 listeners a month, wouldn't it? But it um, would would make sense if they were like Scandinavian, that kind of thing again. Yeah. Sorry, I'll move that too a bit swiftly on from the last tune before uh, Lee. Uh, but where did you find that Shearwater from? Probably one of the radar or Discover Weekly, I would imagine. Ah, right. Okay, something popped up. Uh, yeah, I would imagine it's one of those. But sometimes yeah. something else takes you, leads you on, doesn't it? Leads you down the rabbit hole. So I, I can't remember. Right, and well, I've got to say, yeah, I enjoyed that. Although I did miss, I was expecting a vocal to kick in. Yeah, you, you don't like your instrumentals too much, do you, John? <laughs> um, only if I write them. <laughs> in a band. We had we had one in, in Hinge called Bombay Palace, which I was particularly proud of, and that's an instrumental. Sounds like your favourite curry house. <laughs> well, it was actually named after right. um, curry house. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, it's Is it 15 minutes long? Um. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I'll just, just on that on that uh, Fuzz Meadows, I'll take issue with that name. Do, do, don't you think that name's a bit naff? Yeah. It sounds a bit like Mario Kart to me. It sounds like one of the circuits. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, but it's the Scandi. They, you know, you let them off, don't you? Come up with all sorts Are they Scandi? I th- I think they think they probably are yeah yeah mm. right and so your third one then Stu uh, your last but not least this week who who put this one on Stu uh, Lowney mm-hmm. and where did you find out about this one Lowney this is a current Mark Riley tune he's playing a lot I don't know who he is but he's He's in a band, isn't he? Or was in a band? Yeah, in um, Grizzly Bear. That's it, yeah. Yeah, ah. He popped up on my discovery as yeah. well. Yeah, I'm surprised in on mine because I'm a big fan of Grizzly Bear, but I'm obviously not caning them enough on Spotify. It's true enough to feel Clear and hyper-real Nothing could deceive
Forgot about Grizzly Bear, that Vector Chemist al- uh, album. I think I've got that on CD, you know. Are they split up? Are they, are they gone? Mm, don't, don't think so. Don't know. I think they're a bit like the band that can't be mentioned. They, they've you know, been going so long, they probably knock out an album every five years or something, right. you know, and then do their own uh, individual projects in between. Right. But it's, that sounds very Grizzly Bear to me. I'm not that familiar with them. I know of them, but no, I mean, yeah. Painting Ruins, 2017. It's a great album. Mm, so they're still. I haven't heard. I haven't heard that. The Vector Chemist is the one that springs to mind. Yeah, they're, they're albums that grow on you. Well, they're certainly with me. They're not sort of instantly accessible, but you know, they just get under your skin. In a good way. Yeah, there's so much in them. So it's just yeah, notice different things each time. I like that when I first heard it, so that's why it, yeah. you know, that's why it went on the playlist. But um, he's been playing it quite a lot recently. Yeah, uh, and he uh, just to confirm, he wasn't. He, Mark Riley wasn't um, <laughs> in my hotel that time. Yeah, I think we, I think we guessed that. My person who I thought was Mark Riley had a Liverpool tattoo, and I assumed that you know because he's from Manchester, he didn't. So yeah. big but, city um, fan. City is he? Mm-hmm. Good on there you go. Yeah, plenty of people have had taps that they've uh, had on a drunken night out and regretted. So you never know. Perhaps he was so he was so depressed when he was in the fall. I can say, perhaps Marky Smith that he got a, a Liverpool tattoo to, yeah, just to annoy <laughs> Marky Smith. Right. So getting on to the number twos, got Frankie and the Witch Fingers, but a Mother's Mirror. Now this is an eight-minute extravaganza, uh, Lonely. So go on, give us a little. Where did you find these from? I think these have been popped up before somewhere. Yeah, they? they've been on before, yeah. They have, and I was, I'd was i noticed that people had put them on before and I hadn't paid much attention to them, to be honest. But then this pops up on my Friday radar thing, I think. Either that or my Apple Music equivalent. And um, it's like, oh, wow, didn't know they sounded like that. So, <laughs> yeah, good tune. <laughs> You. Right, it's one of, the, one of them names that can give you the wrong impression. Isn't exactly, it? yeah, I think that's probably what it was. So here we go. This is Mother's Spirit. Thank you.
very early Floyd, that that um, keyboard, isn't it? That must be why I like it then, because I, I, I listened to Dark Side of the Moon for the yeah. very first time. Early Floyd, as in... Oh, early? Sid Barrett, Piper at the Gates of Dawn stuff, which you said you'd listen to in the van, didn't you? I did. I listened to that before, but yeah, Dark Side of the Moon was something else. When you sat on a beach and just chilling and... Just all you can see is blue skies and oceans running in. It's and perfect. you've never heard it before. He- and you've never heard it before. <laughs> it's got to be with headphones on. It was great. Actually, I was in HMV today um, on my lunch, and um, they've got like a master, a remastered version, two for 20. Um, oh, two for 40, sorry, the vinyls. Serious question, John. I've been in HMV for probably a decade. What do they actually sell? Everything now, mate. T-shirts. Gloves. Mugs. Cafetiers. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a pop quiz hotshot. What does HMV stand for? It's Master's Voice. It's Master's Voice. It's Master's Voice. Voice. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah I thought it was Her Majesty's Voice. <laughs> uh, not Her Majesty's Vagina. <laughs> Her Majesty's Vodge. <laughs> <laughs> Which is reputedly haunted. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear! We've got our, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we've got our own Frankie Ball here. <laughs> wow! But yeah, what did everyone think of that? You all in the green, it reminds you of Floyd. Yeah, definitely yeah, early they, Floyd. Yeah, psychedelic. Yeah, yeah, mm. very meandering and that. Yeah, I quite like it. I'm not, I'm not mad about it, but I, it's, it's, it's one of those ones if it's playing and kind of in the background. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I've not listened to anything else band, so I couldn't say generally. Your second one, Lowney. Yes. I uh, Pale Blue Eyes. Broke my own rule because this is one I put on. Ooh. First Ooh. time for Ooh. everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's too good. Um, Slippery slopes. It couldn't wait for the hidden sleep. No, too good. Too good. It nearly made number one. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, you wait till next month. I'm having all three of my own. Again, another Mark Riley thing that he keeps playing. They've had a few songs out recently, but this is probably the pick of the bunch. Uh, Ticks a lot of boxes for me. Have a smell of this, Dr. Bob.
There you go. Did you get a sniff of that? <laughs> it's got about three or four different parts to it. That's why I was saying go towards the end. It's a bit happy for you. A bit happy, yeah. yeah. It's funnily <laughs> enough, because obviously, again, there's a bit of sort of psychedelia type stuff going on. But what it really reminds me of is when I was younger, I was quite into Captain Sensible solo stuff through being into the damned. And his, if you get away from Happy Talk, his solo stuff is all like that. It's all like ah. psychedelic, dreamy pop, but with loads of synths and stuff. And that's what it reminded me of completely, which is probably why I like it. Ah, excellent. What did you think of that bruise? Uh, yeah, it was the complete antidote to Fuzz Meadows, wasn't it? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds better on headphones as well. I listened to it today and I wasn't that struck by it. So, okay, yeah, it's, it's not, not not don't dislike it, but it didn't really strike me. On the through the headphones, it does sound a bit better. You get the bass and get a bit of, better feel for it. It's just one of those ones. The reason I picked it, um, it's just one of those ones that I've not been able to stop. You know, I've been able to stop playing. So, uh, yeah, you you must like it then. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of the stuff I put on, I forget I've even put on. So you know. Well, this is the thing, I listen to the playlist when I'm working. I've got it on the background. I'm just sat here and I don't have headphones on. I just listen to it. So a lot of these are lost on me. I listen to your show on a walk with my headphones on. And yeah. a lot of the sounds, they come through. I was like, well, I don't remember that on the playlist. That, that sounds miles mm. better than me. Yeah. But I knew that I'd got a different taste for a lot of the songs that you were picking because they just sound better in the headphones. Chris, do you know what that song's about? What, Dr. Pong? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's clearly not about a... Uh... Health provider with a BO issue, is it? <laughs> Are you going to enlighten me? Yeah, because I looked it up, so I was curious. It's about their time in a uh, happy su- summer in Berlin, okay. where they used to um, hang out in a park and then go drink in this bar called Dr. Pong, which was a kind of uh, sort of hippy trippy uh, uh, ping pong place, neon balls right. and oh. stuff like that. Uh. But, oh, cool, but weirdly man. enough, when I googled Dr. Pong, there is a doc, there's not many Dr. Pongs, much to my surprise, <laughs> but there is one in Berlin, uh, uh, you know, an actual ah. Dr. Pong. So, uh, there you go. <laughs> so, if you go to if you want Dr. Pong, go to Berlin, is, is the basically <laughs> take home from that, cool, whether it's for me- medical purposes or just for a beer, you know, yeah. or a game of Pong, or a game of Pong yeah. and a beer, yeah. Yeah. Right, so that moves us on to uh, Stu, your second. The way you hover uh, with your cursor really puts me off, John, because you often hover over the next one. And I thought you were going to do a, what Radio 1 did to God Save the Queen. <laughs> and uh, Stuki's one is, uh, we don't know what tomorrow brings. Anyway, next one. <laughs> is that true? Is that, that really happened? Yeah, the, the, yeah, it is, they yeah. made it. Stay yeah. at number two as well. Left it blank, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. didn't play it when it was climbing up the charts, and they still didn't play it when it was number Well, they one. made it number two. They didn't let it be number one. They, they lied and said it was number two. Oh, there was no, there was no one number one. Was no, no, it was Rod Stewart, one. wasn't it? But it wasn't, because God say the Queen had outsold it that week. Oh, right, yeah. OK. Oh, they right. just left Rod Stewart at number one. Uh, I just need to pop out for three minutes, 17 seconds. I'll... Um... I won't be long. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're going to stay right there. Well, it's all right, Lee, because we only play two minutes of the song. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, you say say what you like about it, but uh, do listen to it. I, it's a good piece of I will listen to this. 
okay. and then I'll comment. You never know. Um, we don't know what tomorrow brings. Do But yeah, go on then. We're going to go to you first, Bruce, on this. What did you think of that? You, you, you said it's like I've never heard it before. It's brilliant. I love it. <laughs> I genuinely do. Really? Really? <laughs> it's, um, Hallelujah. I, I had four on my shortlist for sleeve, and that was on it. So would you believe that? Wow. I knew it would get picked, to be honest. Okay, because uh, uh, a vast army of listeners won't know that you hate... They who cannot be named. No. T-Y and... No, I don't. <laughs> He's uh, he's winding us up. I don't I don't hate him. I I I struggle with his voice, big time. Right. Okay. He sounds different on that. So I don't dislike them. I just don't like them. And everybody thinks that I should, right. <laughs> because, <Okay>. because <laughs> you should. generally accepted that they're the greatest band in the world, and it's amazing that I don't like them. So everybody thinks I hate them, and it's not. And that song is like my fade out street spirit. You know, one of my favorite songs of all time. But I don't like Radiohead. Right, okay. I don't, don't dislike Radiohead. Okay. I just <laughs> you just don't like people going on about how great they are. Yeah, uh, it's his voice, isn't it? Yeah, we worked it out a while, but didn't we? I think it's just I just don't like voice, and I can't like everyone. I know other people that are exactly the same about Radiohead, and it's all down yeah. to his voice. Um, I quite like his voice, so, you know, it doesn't bother me. But I have the same thing with other bands that I should like, yeah, but don't because of the vocalists. Yeah. So you know. I just never think about listening to Radiohead, and I've just never been a fan. But I, I love that track. You know, I'm happy to say when 
when they go they good and he's, he does his voice does sound different on that it's there's something he growls a little bit doesn't he in it he's kind of yeah yeah, mm. yeah. well uh, and that's the thing about the smile and which is why the smile is not just another incarnation of uh, the band whose name we cannot mention yeah but Lee's mentioned multiple times. <laughs> I know he has. Yeah, we'll let him off that. But, um, but um, yeah, you know, this this track would not be on a Radiohead. Oops, I've said it. <laughs> Cats out of the bag. Would not be on a Radiohead album, would it? It's, no. it's got more drive. No. It's got well, more kind one, of anyway. edge and, you know. It's good. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, so I've done, I've done the Smile album twice. I've listened to it all in its entirety twice. Yeah. Don't, I mean, don't worry, Louis. The one day the best of Radiohead will come out. <laughs> the greatest hits, you can listen to that. Um, little anecdote for you. Uh, myself and uh, Steve and myself went to see John Spencer and the Hitmakers uh, a couple of weeks back. And uh, one of the somebody at the front was wearing a, a small, the small T-shirt. And John Spencer obviously copped it during the gig. But he, I don't think he made a connection of who the small were. And he goes, the smile? He goes... You smile, she smiles, I smile, we all smile, the smile. So, yeah, he kind of went into his preacher thing. It was quite funny. <laughs> I don't know if we recreated a moment, but, um, but yeah, Speaking there you of go. John Spencer, fun fact, I never knew he was in Boss Hog. I didn't know that was where he was from. Is that, that's his wife, isn't it's it? It's him and his wife. Him and his wife, yeah, but I think she's the singer. Boss Hog she? were an amphetamine reptile band yeah. back in the early 90s. Ah. that me and Lee sort of would have been aware of at the time. I never knew that was where he's from. That was all. That was, but There you go. Yeah. There you go. Even the Oracle has learned something new. You call me the Oracle. I, I don't <laughs> subscribe to that. <laughs> it's not self-proclaimed. He's not the Oracle. He's just Stato. <laughs> Stato. <laughs> I'll take it everybody else likes that song, do they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can move yeah. on then. General consensus. <laughs> I, I, I only chose it because it hadn't been chosen, and I just thought we cannot not pick that one. I'd have was, I'd have sleeved it if it wasn't if it wasn't chosen on this. I knew it would be, but if it wasn't, I'd have sleeved it. Right, I really missed the yeah, <laughs> Right, so the next one then I've I've picked for a, a new, numerous reasons. Not only is it a great tune, I love the lyrics. But it's also a sense of nostalgia, and it's where um, a bromance of myself and Peepo blossomed. So, uh... oh, I can't get that. I can't get that <laughs> image of tongs out of my head. <laughs> you You're gonna have to paint a picture for me, John. I wasn't there. Oh, we've got photos and video footage. Don't worry. I was gonna say, he just needs to read the WhatsApp group that night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all it needs. <laughs> uh, right. This is why I could put it ain't no feet. Red. I had six or seven 
hoes down on the beach, man. And I had that lighter specifically made for me, motherfucker. Look, I ain't no thief. But yeah, it's that tune. Uh, I mean, I feel like they've kind of we've watched them grow and develop as as a group as well. They're like prodigal sons, a bit like Sleaford Muds, growing with the group. So the Viagra Boys, really. That that, that song has taken them full circle because the the late the last album was a bit more cultured, wasn't it? There was a lot of you know, more cultured songs on there, but that's back to the rolling bass and you know, yeah, good feel old. of the first the first you know the shrimp sessions and all that stuff what does everyone else think yeah it's a tune it's um like he says it's probably back to the first album isn't it i'm not an uber fan like everyone else seems to be but yeah um oh no i mean i wanted to go to the game but um i've got to say you've done enough to buy a ticket but yeah well exactly yeah Sorry, I've just realized I, I picked one of my own that's my own there isn't it i put that on i don't know you didn't that was brian I thought that when I saw it. But... Was it Brian? Oh, that's okay then. Yeah, it was Brian. <laughs> Leading on, so who put your first number numero uno on for me then, uh, Lenny? Uh, Lee. He's doing all right tonight, Lenny. We, we haven't picked these especially because of your special that's appearance. kind of you, yeah. yeah. No, not at all. I've gone down a rabbit hole with these lots since he put this up. I'd never heard of them. <laughs> I'd never heard of them this either. Again, it's a bit, a bit, really good. bit of a crappy name, and it you do right. Yo do right. But the end, presto, presto, Venice Dream.
There we are. That's, that one's very catchy, isn't it? That little hook. Yeah. It all, it's all become clear reading that bio there. From Montreal. Wow. Ah. Along with all the other post rock. Um, not that I'd say they were particularly post rockers. It does sound kraut rocky, doesn't it? It's, yeah. It's like when can can get on the on the bike. Yeah, there's loads of those. Well, as as we've discussed before, um, loads of those bands come from Montreal. So there's even a band called of Montreal in there. Yeah, but yeah. they're not from Montreal, <laughs> and they're not like that. <laughs> <laughs> now I've gone down a bit of a rabbit hole with these lot. Um, this isn't their latest album. Their latest album's um, only just come out. So I don't know where you came across this, Lee. But... I, again, I, there was a, I put a, one or two on, didn't I? I, think I might, one might have led to another. I can't remember. I'm surprised how short that is as well. It's got the makings of being an eight-minute monster, hasn't it, really? Yeah. It's gone forever. <laughs> well, it I was going to say, their, last out, their new album has only got five tracks on. And I thought, oh, that's a bit weird, until I realised the last track's about 20-odd minutes long, so... Um, is that representative of the recent album? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think it's very old. I think it's only a couple of years old from what, I, from what I looked into. It must have been on my discovery. Anything that's not a latest release that comes up like that, I think mm. it, it tends to be knitting these these themes together a little bit more as I listen to more yeah. So I think my discovery tends to be this kind of stuff, you know, that's sheer water and, and this. Yeah. That's, uh, that's Al doing his work in the background, isn't it? Yeah, it's learning slowly. <laughs> what did you think, Stu? Yeah, I, li- I like it. Uh, I mean, you know, to me, you know, it ticks a lot of boxes. Um, I- I'd give them another listen, but I might want yeah. something. It's a bit, perhaps a little bit repetitive, meandering for me. Um, which, is, which is what I love. That's... I know, I know. Yeah, exactly. So, and in certain moods, I love that as well. But yeah, um, but yeah it's a surprise it's so short. Um, so yeah, I think I, I guess a seal of approval from almost everyone. Uh, so last but not least, then Stuki, um, this was going to be my number one as well. I must. Admit. Oh really? What, okay. Yeah, yeah. This is a tune, man. Champion. This is Brian again, wasn't it? Yes, Brian's. Yeah, so he's got two of the top top ones. Would he put one of these on before? Did he or somebody picked it? I can't remember. But uh, I different. think Woody did. Yeah. Would he uh, put one on that ago. I picked? Like two months ago, I think. Yeah, Wonder Horse. Another good one, yeah. I don't know who they are yet. We can have a look at the bio. Well, let me tell you, this is the guy (laughs) that plays the drummer in Pistol. Really? Right. Yeah. Wow, so he's an actual musician. Green acting debut uh, is in Pistol. Is it Pistol or Pistols? Whatever. Pistol. Anyway. So he's written the Dead Pretties as well, it's out. Dead Pretties is what Woody had said, but that didn't mean anything to me. Right, well, on that note, here we go.
not very often there's a standout tune for me on these lists, but that just did stand out a mile this mm. month. It did for me, yeah. What did everyone else think? Yeah, great tune, great tune. I, I'm hoping they've got an album out. Um, yeah, they must have. Well, they, they must there's, have there's about three songs uh, that make up this EP so far, but it looks like it could become an album. I was funny enough, as you when you said the Dave Critters, I thought, oh yeah, I think I I picked one of one of his for my top three a couple of months ago because I remember that bio. And we were all like, who's the dead Britties? No, it was me picked it. It, it was, was you, was it? Was, oh, right. Yeah, okay. it was Woody put it on. I'd picked it. And you for picked a it. Right, tune. okay, okay. And then we were talking about the fact that none of us had heard of the dead Pretties. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we still haven't. Matt, you're going to laugh at this, but that's Alice in Chains. Like, honestly, you listen. The guitars. Yeah, it, it take the transplant. Transplant the vocals. It's Alice in Chains. I'm telling you, you listen to the like second <laughs> album. It is. It's brilliant. I have to check that out. I will do. Right. I'm, I'm. I'm completely uninitiated with Alice in Chains. So give me a. Uh, give me a it's starter. Quite funny because I I bollocked um, Scotty a few weeks back on the guitar group for being into Alice in Chains. Ironically, I would start. The, the thing that got me into them and made me appreciate them a lot more than I thought I should was the uh, Unplugged album. It's brilliant. Okay. And it's got it's got Lane Staley on it because his voice is tortured but bass. Okay. Um, okay. So maybe start well, there with the acoustic. Well, I'll, I'll give that I'll give that a listen anyway. But but I love the guitars in in that um, that Wonder Horse track. So you know yeah. what, what's kind of like uh, similar to that. Definitely a nod to grunge in it. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I tell you what, it's really dark. I don't know if you uh, caught the lyrics there. Um, but apparently it's a, it's about a true incident that happened to him. It sounds kind of disturbing because he talks about, um, you know, you put your hands somewhere that I didn't understand or whatever, you know, basically some kind of something uh, sexual went on when he was too young to understand. But I mean, you know, how, how young must he be for him to not understand? It, it's a kind of like... A, you know. God. And butterflies on the spine. It doesn't sound like a bloke either. Mm. You mean butterflies on the spine is in a tattoo? Yes. Yeah, that's what the ah. that's what it's about. Yeah. Ah. So he just remembers all these blue butterflies on the person's spine. Why? But yeah, so Why? kind of uh, really dark. But yes, well there we go. That that wraps up uh, May and we're gonna move on to What's up your what's up your You're gonna go first, honey pie, right? What's what's up your hidden sleeve, then, mate? Uh, yeah, I had a short list of four. It is Art Deco, Palm Slave. Ooh! Did Stu put this one on again? Because he's put Art Deco on. Well, here's what it sounds like.
That sounds like it should be in Stranger Things, you know. I've just realised what Lee's so into there as well. Go on. Channeling is in the Roxy music, isn't he? It is. It's, it's oh, shameless yeah. Roxy, but... Absolutely, yeah. When it's done that yeah. well, it's... Yeah, he's done a proud day. It is Roxy music, basically. It's, yeah. you know, with his knob twiddling and mm. he's got the lyric, he's got, yeah, he's got the delivery of... It's got 80s written all over it, hasn't it, that? 70s. 70s, 70s John. 70s, really? Yeah, early seventies. Yeah, that is that is seventies. Really? Yeah, seventy three, seventy four rocks. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's just yeah, hits the spot totally, and it is. It's Roxy. Just as soon as I heard it, it sounds like Roxy. When you know Roxy at the height for me. Yeah, it hadn't occurred to me until just listened to it then. But it was on my say it was on my shortlist at number four. So, and does that surprise? Are you a a Roxy music fan? Um, not massively, which is a bit weird because obviously I'm into Bowie and other things mm. from that period but uh, uh-huh. I didn't have spent the time to bother listening to him I think hang on that's that's my they you shall not be named argument <laughs> yeah <laughs> I listen to everything <laughs> <laughs> Roxy Music is the greatest band ever why do you listen to them my <laughs> stuff that I know and like to Roxy Music was much later actually it was sort of you know like late 70s early 80s stuff where they were all a bit um, getting a bit commercial and quite electronic well, I, I went the wrong way around with them. I, I, you know, knew all that stuff first, a bit more commercial stuff, and then discovered the, the early art stuff later on, really, which a lot of it you could throw away. I can't be doing with him either. That's the other thing with Roxy Music. I fucking hate Brian Ferry, so. <laughs> yeah, you got to get past that, haven't you? And I don't mean his voice. I mean, I fucking hate Brian Ferry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, what, what's he done to you then? Oh, he's a cunt. He's an absolute cunt. <laughs> Put his hand, hands in a place that he didn't understand when he was younger. <laughs> <laughs> Fiddler Ferry. Moving swiftly on then. Show you like that. I do. Yeah, yeah. I've got it mixed up. I think it's the latest, his latest uh, single that I wasn't so uh, enamoured with. But yeah, that, I love that one. Absolutely. Yeah, I heard some of the rest of the album, I think, have been coming up on, you know, again, on um, various things thrown at me and it's, None of it's as good as that. No. Yeah. When he does, when he does the kind of glam period kind of stuff, early seventies, uh, yeah, he's he's just bang on it. Right. So I've maybe this wasn't on your list. I don't know. But um, weird nightmare. This album kind of really taken me. I really do like this one, and this is Lusitania, um, and it just reminds me of being young and listening to the Vines. I think when they're out, like early, late nineties, early two thousands. See you there. Yeah, I can't 
you go. Nothing earth shattering or groundbreaking, but um, just uh, yeah, I, I really like the way that sounds. Simple as. I don't remember. I don't remember it at all. No. Really? Me neither. Yeah. No. It's passed <laughs> me by, but John, you need to go and listen to Buffalo Tom if you like that. Buffalo Tom is that a band or a name of a, a album? A band ah. from the early nineties. Cool man. That could be on one of their albums, yeah. pretty much. Cool. Is it? Is it just one fella? Is it? Uh, well, it's a band. I think it's the lead singer from Mets. I guess when he plays live, he needs more. He'll probably get people in. I don't know. The album popped up. Uh, I think that song actually popped up on my Discovery, and I just realised that they had an album out. And when I listened to it, it was brilliant. Did I see there that they're on Sub Pop? Yeah, it said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they're becoming one of my favourite label. Well, now <laughs> I know they've been around for quite a while, but a lot of the bands that I like at the moment are seem to be coming from that label again. So having a bit of a, a renaissance. Yeah, I don't think they're signing bands. I think they're just putting out one-off records um, by bands. That's ah, the impression I get anyway. So doing their subscription. Well, not thing. well, yeah. Except probably with albums, I suppose, rather than singles. But although yeah. they have they have started up the singles club again. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. Singles club. Yeah. Fuck knows how much that costs now. <laughs> <laughs> so who's next then? Go on then, Lainey. Neither of you did honourable mentions. We didn't, so go on. Oh, go on. Sorry. So, uh, honourable mention to Sam Jr., Sweet Face, Sweet and Test Park, which is one you put on, John, but it was a Jeep from something from a few months ago. Oh, okay. I shortlisted that as well. And another honourable mention to one Stooky put on, which is the Roik song. Yeah, I had that as well. <laughs> I've got that. That's still, uh, uh, glad you mentioned yeah, that. I thought it was a great song. Yeah, it's brilliant. Alison Goldfred. Yeah. Um, but I'm going, going to break my rules even more and go with another one of my own. Can I just pause you for a second? Do you mind if I put in my honourable mentions? Because I forgot mine. Taraka, Psycho Castle, Melt Yourself Down, Pray For Me. I don't know who put these on. Court in Tennis. Uh, the Monochrome Set. Hamilton, Luth, Lethewis of Virginia, wide panic, widespread panic, but yeah. And Daniel Rossum was on there as well, but obviously we've already mentioned him. Um, so back to you, Lowney. Go on, you said you're breaking your rules again. Again, yeah. I'm going to go with the Trentamella remix of the KVB uh, Lumens.
There we go. And that was the KVB with Lumens. <laughs> Do you think I've got a voice for radio, Lee? <laughs> Definitely got a face for radio, yeah. <laughs> Cheeky. Cheeky. Yeah. Let me see. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say, I don't know if anyone knows knows anything about them. I didn't until quite recently. It's just one of them band camp things that came up because they're on the same label as Beak. UK duo. Does the KVB stand for anything? No you idea. Know. No idea. No idea. What did you think of that, Stuki? Yeah, it's a nice track. As um, It comes alive and through the headphones, I think. Yeah, there you go. You can do yours now. What are you, what are you selecting? Uh, I'm really torn on this, you know. First of all, my honourable mentions. Uh, yes, Kate, please do. Kate Rusby for Friday, I'm in love. That is really? a song I absolutely hate. She's managed to make it sound brilliant. So, so yeah. poppy, which isn't even the term that I'd normally, you know, yeah. use in a. a I'm glad way. you like that. Yeah, like that. Uh, she, could sing, she could sing the phone book. Uh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, it doesn't stop me hating the original. So, um, Burning Down by Anna Calvi. I thought that was a, that was a great track. I, I, Ooh, yes. I like the idea of Anna Calvi a, a lot more than I end up liking a lot of her songs, but that one really got me. <laughs> um, there's another song which which may have gone a bit under the, under the radar. It's Island Song by AUA and Annika. Yeah. Mm. That's a really good, really good track. We've had them on before as well, haven't we? That's yeah, we cool. just AUA on their own. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I was going to pick Autograph by Bernard Butler because that's oh, just a... Yeah. Oh, that was that. a really good track. And it just yeah. explodes the second half of that. It's fantastic. Yeah. But that was on my uh, I like Je suis Je suis uh, uh, Le, le Marge dans la uh, No, Je suis Noi N E U. Chewy Chewy. Chewy. Yeah, that's the one. Chewy. Right. Here we go. Je suis Nui la Libi la Lulu
no chewy she. That's uh... <laughs> <laughs> the record is an expression of freedom, sex positivity, spirituality, spirituality, and a dash of feminism. That's quite quite a lot there. Stooky, did you get all of those ingredients from that song? Yeah, that's exactly what I got. I don't know. She's speaking in bloody French. I mean, how do I understand? I just love it. She could be, she could be, uh, you know, just reading out a shopping list for all I care. Sounded great. <laughs> you put that one on as well. I see that's a, one of your I own. I did. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can't beat and join them, <laughs> I honestly don't remember that, but pretty. Good. I do. I remember the name because I've got a mate called Chewy. It must have been one of those ones that just just switched off to when it when it came on. <laughs> well, yeah, Lee, did you like that? Yeah, I did. I like the um, I like the the electro work in there, and it's like a kind of a throb mm. going on all the way mm. through it in the background, which yeah. like drives it yeah. along. I just not a fan of of foreign lyrics. I just. <laughs> Those arty French. You need just... you need subtitles for for them, don't you? How dare they sing in their own language? I know uh, exactly. <laughs> if, she, if, if she can translate it to English, I might be a bit. No, it's one of those, isn't it? Yeah. It's like I'll listen to it and then it, again, I didn't listen to it on headphones. I remember it starting and it, yeah, it sounded quite all right. And then the French lyrics, and then yeah, on to the next one. And I didn't really get it, but again, through the headphones and listening to it properly and getting that that throb in the background and. A lot of the, uh, the synth work on there it sounds a lot better, so I'll give it another go. Mm. Tuki's back in for his award for what is it, services to foreign songs or whatever it was. Yeah, <laughs> foreign based songs. We've got to recruit more listeners, so we're dipping into the yeah. French market now. This, this is also this is also part of my ongoing apology to all all our French listeners <laughs> for, for slandering French music. <laughs> I just want to know what she's saying. It's just it frustrates me more than anything. What she's saying. Yeah. Oh, art, we, I went on a school French trip um, in '98, and it's actually during the World Cup. And uh, artichokes—they served us up artichokes for one, one, one of these dinners, and literally nobody on the trip ate it. It was horrible. Uh, has anyone tried artichokes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're all right. It's 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 not a kids kind of food, though, is it? It's no, you know. no. It's, I think it's a very grown-up kind of perhaps mm. a flavour. Amusingly, uh, Jules can't say artichokes. <laughs> <laughs> she stumbles over it. Ar- arct- arct- she wants to say arctic. Arctic chokes. Ar- arctic chokes. Ar- arctic choke, yeah. Right, and gents. Just one more thing, though. Go on. Lee, what's your pick of the uh, month from what we've played? My pick of the month from what we've played? Yeah. Um I would say it's probably the Wonder Horse tune. Yeah, yeah I think I yeah. think that, I think we can all agree on that. Probably, Jim. Mm. That that gets my vote. Apart from Chris, I like the Shearwater, but I I put that on, uh, it, uh, and I can't pick me Art Deco choice, but that's definitely right up there. I love that, but mm. I think it's the Wonder Horse. It's yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Well, DJ Bruce Lee, I also want to say thank you for for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yes, been a pleasure. We'll get you back on again. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, I just wanted to say to all our listeners worldwide as well, do stay tuned for the next months where we're going to have a new feature called Buried Treasure. Mm. <laughs> once we figured out what it is. <laughs> where it is. 
<laughs> right, it's been a pleasure as always. Thank you, everyone. Cheers. Take care. Yeah, cheers, lads. Cheers. Bye bye. A danceable solution to teenage revolution. To the strandlers, when you feel love, it's the new age, and that's why we say, do the strand. Do it on the tables, quite people's place or maybe. Tired of the tango Fed up with Fandango